I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Conspiracy theory is a way of trying to discredit inquiry. I think it's being a responsible citizen to ask questions of your government and to not just take what they say without any kind of critical thought. Hello, and welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. It's me, Beef. It's me, Bob Shoy. It's me, Tiss. Awesome. How are you guys doing? All good. Yeah, good, man. Are we excited for a new episode? Always, always excited. Well, this um... <laughs> sounds really excited. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> energy up. But last episode was pretty cool, right? Yeah, we did the interview. Yeah, that was really enjoyable. Uh, I, I, um, listening, listening back to it, I thought it was really, really good. It was great to have got like a slightly different episode, really, because mm-hmm. although it was an interview, it was more about their dealings with the media and failing to be recognised yeah. for what they produced uh keith and andy so no it's great um so let's just get back into it shall we let's just go straight straight through what we got well you guys know what we're doing tonight right this has been like the people have been asking for this topic for a long time since we started doing conspiracies episodes whenever our first conspiracy one is but since then this has been our most heavily requested episode yeah it's one that we've kind of held off doing a little bit, I think, because... I didn't want to do this one. No. I left this to you guys. Tish, you didn't want to do it, did you? No. You were going to do it, and then you changed to the JFK episode at the last minute. Yeah, yeah. So, tonight, we're going to be peeling apart certain aspects of the 9-11 conspiracy theories that are out there. Right. Um, Are you going to do, like, a disclaimer? Yeah, yeah. We mean this with the utmost respect. Yeah, it's something... We we need to state this before we do anything really, and it's um, we've not really said this in front of any of our episodes, in that we understand that this is a very sensitive subject for lots of people, uh, and rightly so. It's a it's a massive massive part of our history. It's um, probably the most historically significant thing that's happened within my yeah. lifetime. Yeah, well, it's it's like the JFK assassination. You know, you know, my parents and my grandparents spoke about that, and and this is the topic I'll be speaking to my children about. Um, but you know, we need to talk about it. It should be talked about because yeah. whatever the truth is behind it all, it needs to come out. And and this is very. It's still quite. I was talking to uh, Rachel today about um, Hillsborough. And although this is 
on a totally different scale to Hillsborough, that shows on on a very small scale what happens when the government hides stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys know about Hillsborough, and yeah. Uh, just just for you guys listening, um, Hillsborough um, was. Um, well, it was a disaster, really. It wasn't on the same scale. No, of course. it's been in the it, news well, it a lot a again recently. Attack, no, but it was. It happened at a football ground um, in 1989, I think it was. Um, and the idea was that the, uh, I think it was several hundred people got crushed. Mm. It was just a big crush with the crowd, wasn't there? This football yeah, there was ground. a lot of fatalities, a lot of injuries. Yeah, and at the time it was covered up and completely brushed over, and it was a case of the police were saying, "No, we gave, we didn't tell them to." Open the gates, you know. They were saying we didn't tell them to do that. that. <clears throat> they blamed everyone. Basically, everyone they blamed the got injured and died. They got blamed. It was like serves you right. You were being hooligans, but it turns out they weren't yeah. actually being hooligans. And so now it's only just coming out that the the conservatives um, at the moment are saying, yeah, it was a little bit us, and it's mm. you know it's it's incredibly damaging for people. And so I think this is only right that we talk about it because there needs you know needs to be uncovered. Um, so. I'm I'm just gonna go straight in. Well, um, um, unless you have anything you want to add. Just first. In, well, I was gonna say before we get cracking on the conspiratorial stuff, where were you guys? Oh, you okay. said everyone remembers. Like, what was your? Yeah. Just a quick, quick, quick. Okay, quick. so let's let's do it quickly. So um, we're about eight hours ahead of of New York, I think. Yeah. And I was at school, um, but I remember being. It must have been right at the end. Of it school, was. It was. Yeah. I, I was staying after school uh, for English or something. I was doing, and I was in the library. And it, it, at school, there was, um, do you guys remember, there was like, in the library, there was like a photocopy room at the back. Yeah. I was in there doing some photocopying, and a couple of the teachers were watching the events of 9-11 unfold, and I think by the time I walked in, that was when the second plane hit the second tower. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember my drama teacher walked in, and she went, oh, God, these disaster movies are just getting worse. And I said, no, nah, miss, I think, I think this is real. And I remember not really thinking. I remember being a bit like, "Wow, this is." Even at that age, I was thinking, "Oh, this is this is different. This is different to other stuff I've seen." Mm. Uh, so that was me, Tiss. Where were you? What was what was going on that day for you? Or do you not remember? I genuinely don't, you don't remember. Really, before your time, I do remember knowing, uh, seeing it on the news, but I don't remember what I was doing that day. Wow. Well, um, I was hanging out at home with my friend Ben. And we, my dad called up the stairs. We were we had like a little lounge upstairs lounge. Me and my friends used to hang out in. And he called upstairs and said, "Oh, some, you need to see what's going on in the news." And we were just sort of like, not really paying attention to it. Something's happening in America. Nothing to do with us. Yeah, really dismissive of it. And um, and then Ben went home. And then when he got home, he rang me and was like, "That thing your dad was talking about. That's actually a pretty big deal." And then I went downstairs and put on the news. And then I was like, "Holy shit." Mm. So yeah, that's where I was. I remember talking about it, but not knowing what the World Trade Center was. Oh, right. I had no idea. I was like, "Well, I don't even know what it is." I that's remember... why I said it must have been at the end of school because I just got home. I lived in the same village our school was in, so I would have like just got home. And well, I remember seeing it and not really knowing. Um, so it was two thousand and one. So I'd have been thirteen, fourteen, mm. fourteen, and I went home. And I I thought in my head I was just thinking big building in New York. I was like, oh. It's... I was thinking it was like the Empire State Building or something. Mm-hmm. I didn't really, I didn't know what the World Trade Center was. So I remember having a conversation with my dad over dinner and being like, "What is? What were those buildings?" And he was like, "Oh, they were like, like, the like hub, financial the hub, hub of, business, yeah. of New York. You know, it's, it was the equivalent of us losing. You know, you think of all the different insurance companies Break and Canary finance Wharf. companies. Sorry, yeah, yeah it's like Wharf. smashing Canary Wharf. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
So, um, so okay, we covered that. Not to hijack the show, I just wanted to say that before we cracked on. No, no, and sorry. before you start laying on some conspiracies, as if anyone doesn't know what happened that day, uh-huh. what happened that day. Okay, so... As far um, as as far as you know, what we believe. I'm just gonna go for a pure. Um, just I'm not I'm not adding any bias to this. This yes. is as if I was reading it off of a uh, just like a report or something. So like. you're a news reporter. Yeah, do although do that do does do have do bias, do but do. I'm gonna read it as if as if we all heard it that day. So just okay. okay. So so I clicked on the news. Do you want me to add in some sound effects and stuff? Oh, I want. wonder what's on telly. Yeah. <laughs> we interrupt this report with electric pressure. Okay. So. That's <laughs> not like the guy from the Yellow Submarine. <laughs> yeah, so there's really no other way of, of cutting into it other than saying that it, I think it was about 10 to 9 in the morning or something in, in New York City. Uh, a plane flew into World Trade Center. I think it was the North, I think, was it the North or South Tower? Whichever one it was. Hit one of the towers. So that, that happened. And then a second plane hit the second tower. Yes. In between the two. I think it was in between the two. Uh, that was when George Bush was informed. Yes. And he was at a school in Florida mm-hmm. reading a book to some school children. By the time it hit the first tower, they were convinced they were under attack. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it was until after that that they they grounded all the flights and like nothing left America. And then I think it, they were both burning for about an hour and a half or so. No, not even that long. It was probably about an hour before they both um, fell to the ground. Mm-hmm. Also, World Trade Center 7 also fell to the ground, uh, which was kind of like adjacent to the two buildings. And then during the day as well, that's when the Pentagon was also attacked. Attack being a key word in that Mm -hmm. um, little dialogue there. And then, and there was another plane, a fourth one, but that never got to its target. That was supposedly going for the White House. That was well, that was United. Supposedly, they don't know that. You're well, getting into course, conspiracy yeah, they, they don't now. know. They don't know. It seems the obvious next target. But yeah, if you're gonna if they if you're gonna go for the Pentagon, why wouldn't you go for the White House? Yeah, that was that would be the business, the military, and then yeah, you know, go exactly. for the president as well. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's what went down, and then and now we're gonna crack into some conspiracy. Yeah, we're just gonna so, crack into it. I mean, the 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 story at the time uh, was that it was it was uh, Al Qaeda's doing. Mm-hmm. They they were, you know, they effectively filmed a video so yeah we did that that was us uh and hence the war in iraq started yes and now we're going to go into the conspiracies yeah so way back uh we got an email uh from someone called lee bragg uh he was the first guy to request this right i uh, just thought i'd like to name drop some listeners because hi lee um yeah he was the first one and then i was like oh, okay maybe we should look into that and then we got loads and loads and especially one of our listeners um Oliver Winchester, he is like eager for this. He loves the conspiracy shows, and this is the one he's like eager for. Cool. So we'll name drop them too, Lee and Oliver. Well, this thanks for you um, guys. Thanks for the interest, guys. And obviously everyone else who requested, but they were the yeah. first and the most persistent. Well, the one thing I will say is that obviously we've only got a, a, like an hour or so to cover everything, and there's only so much out there, really. So we'll cover what I have been most uh, grabbed by, I mm-hmm. suppose. And what's really, really turned my head towards all of this. And like all our shows, we're not experts. Yeah. This is like the layman's overview of some of the weird yeah, exactly. stuff. Yeah, um, exactly. So if chances are, if, if if Oliver and Lee are listening, then they've probably heard all this stuff before. But, it, you know, still going to hopefully cover some stuff that no one's heard. So 
Um, shall I just go for it? Shall I just go straight go into for it? it? Just go for it. We've already been recording for like 20 minutes. <laughs> shall I just go for it? <laughs> yeah, but most of it can be, can be cut. No, I don't think so. Um, Only the singing. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to um, give you just like a few base conspiracies uh, to begin with, okay. and I'll put in some videos as and when. Can I just say, before we get going on the conspiracies, I'm not really aware. I know there's some really famous 9-11 conspiracies. I'm not really aware of any of them. I don't know what the conspiracies are surrounding 9-11, which is one of the reasons I didn't want to do the show. Like, I don't know anything about it. So everything you say is going to be new to me. They're not that I'm, far-fetched. I'm under really. the impression that what I saw is what happened. And what has been reported to me is what happened. It's mm. terrorist attack. So anything you say that is other than that, I'm going to be like, what? Yeah. What do you guys... Do you what think about you, Do you think? It's... Uh, I think I saw a film ages ago called Fahrenheit 9-11. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With Michael Moore. Yes. And that explored the, real, the possibility that it was... Uh, orchestrated by the US government to clear the way for the war in Iraq. Right. And it's something that I don't necessarily disbelieve, but I don't mm. necessarily believe it either. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I think uh, most of what I'm going to go into today isn't actually to do with um, terrorism at all. Okay. Um, I it, saw World Trade Center with Nick Cage. That's different. Um, that is about this though, isn't it? It's the same, but it's, it's also about the not a very good film. <laughs> Cause it, just because it's got Nick Cage in it. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is great. Oh, really, I'm just going to look at um, stuff to do with the towers themselves rather than um, and the science and the mathematics behind how they fell, and so I'll come into that later. Mm. Um, but one, I'm just going to go through a few, and we'll play some videos as we go. Okay. Um, so, number one, the, this is the something which I thought was quite... Yeah, I kind of can understand that people might come to this conclusion. Um, and then that's the insider traders knew about the attacks before they happened. Right. So right before September 11th, so from September the 8th to September the 10th, um, there are allegedly some fishy business going around the stock market and insurance firms. There was an extraordinary amount of money put into some stocks in United Airlines and American Airlines stocks, um, which were the same airlines that were hijacked. Uh, many speculate that traders were tipped off about the attacks and profited from the tragedy. Uh, also, the Securities and Exchange Commission launched an insider trading investigation in which Osama bin Laden was a suspect after receiving information from uh, from Wall Street. So people on the stock market invested money on insurance and stuff because they knew it was going to happen. Uh, well, well, I don't know. That seems like... That seems cold. I know um, people involved in the stock market, they're like called sharks and stuff. They're pretty mm. cold and stuff. Renowned, but some of this to is be cold, cool, though. To be cool with the fact that, like, yeah, everyone inside them towers will die, but at least I'll get some insurance money. But they may not have necessarily known what the planes were going to do once they were hijacked. They just knew there would be something that would happen. Oh right. So they weren't. They yeah. So it's not. It's not saying that they knew for certain what was going to happen. They're just saying that's suspicious. Something. And is happen. that fact? That they've, there's evidence that that's actually happened. There was money put into those things. Yeah, there's evidence that suggests that, like on the face of it, it looks a bit, it looks a bit dodgy. It looks a bit suspect. Could like, be coincidental. Could be completely coincidental. What do you think, Tess? Uh, I mean, it's possible. I mean, I don't know. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. More it's, information. It's uh, I thought it was quite an interesting take on it. Um, mm. You're right, though. It's very cold, but it could. I think it could just be quite. 
you know, I don't know how the stock I market works, but don't think that uh, it would bother some people. No, well, we've talked about psychopaths before, yeah, and yeah. if they have no emotive, they have no emotions to deal with. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be an issue, is it? Wow, I I'm not saying it. this is what happens. Obviously, and like I, said I at can the start, do it. It's not even worth saying. <laughs> I'm not like you know. I understand it's a sensitive subject, but this is something that has has come out. The second one was that the air defence was specifically told by Dick Cheney, who was the vice president at the time, to yeah. stand down. So the reason that... When, after the plane hit the tower? No, this is before. So once they realised that the hijackers had, or the planes had, you know, effectively gone off radar, yeah, the, the, the question is, why why did the Air Force not intervene? Why Can did I they not ask do a question about that? Go on. I feel like, because I know so little, I'm just going to keep stopping and asking questions. No, 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 go for it. When the planes got hijacked, mm. did the Air Force and whoever else know that they'd been hijacked or did they just go off radar? Uh, well, this is what they've come back. This is how they've defended it. The government at the time said they turned their trackers off, so we had no idea of knowing where these planes were. Yeah. Um. So, yes, but also people are saying, yeah, but that's, you know, the Air Force would have... They would have been able to look at the details of the flight. Okay, where was it going? Right, okay, well, let's go to where where it was heading. Yeah, yeah. Let's follow its trail. Let's go from wherever. Mm-hmm. It was flying from Boston or something, yeah. or like to Boston, I think. One of them was. So what people? So they, the government have come back and said, well, yeah, but they turned off their trackers, so we had no idea where they were. People have come back and said... Didn't you find that suspicious? Like, yeah, but that's exactly your reason why you should have intervened. Mm. There's a lot of that... Um, like, things have changed now because of 9-11. Like, security's tighter and things are done differently because of this sort of attack. So it's very easy to say now, like, well, they would do it this way. Yeah, but they might not necessarily do it that way then. They do it that way now because of that. Yeah. So I've got a video here which... Um, which tells us about NORAD, which is the North American Aerospace Defense Command. Uh, and so we're just going to watch a couple of minutes of this. Okay. And we'll put this on the blog um, as well, like we normally do. We're tells the unexplainable.blogspot.com. The North American Aerospace Defense Command is charged with defending North America's airspace. On the morning of September 11th, 2001, Vice President Dick Cheney was in control of NORAD. This was the first time in U.S. history that a president or vice president was in direct control of the military agency. NORAD was founded in 1957, and generals always had the power to shoot down or intercept hijacked aircraft. But on June 1st, 2001, just three months before 9-11, Dick Cheney ordered Donald Rumsfeld to allow him to take control of NORAD itself and the shoot-down procedure and remove that power from the generals so they could do nothing. Here is a copy of the memorandum from Rumsfeld to the Joint Chiefs, telling them they no longer have any authority. An Associated Press article in August of 2002 reported that the CIA just so happened to be running a drill on the morning of 9-11 of flying jets in the World Trade Center and Pentagon. Then senior FAA officials ordered air traffic controllers to shred the tapes from 9-11 in violation of federal law. AP learned of the drills because at a Homeland Security function after 9-11, they bragged about it. Oh, we had foresight. We were running drills that very morning. Then USA Today reported that drills held weeks before 9-11 included targets that were the Pentagon and World Trade Center. The biggest holes in their argument is the fact that they never heard of a plan to fly hijacked jets into landmarks on the East Coast. 
We're going to take a closer look tonight at another example of where, despite the conventional wisdom, there were people in the United States who actually were preparing to defend against the kind of attacks which occurred here on 9-11. The North American Aerospace Defense Command, NORAD for short, has been defending the skies over the U.S. and Canada for almost 50 years, 46 to be precise. USA Today reports that in the two years before the attacks on September the 11th, NORAD conducted exercises using hijacked airliners as weapons. And one target was the World Trade Center. We knew he hated us. But there was uh, nobody in our government, at least, and I don't think the prior government that could envision flying airplanes into buildings on such a massive scale. But that turns out not to be true. U.S. military planners did envision and practice those very scenarios. As reported by USA Today, the North American Aerospace Defense Command, NORAD, conducted exercises with fighter jets simulating hijacked planes flown into the World Trade Center in the two years before the attack. And so then I saw Condoleezza Rice get up on TV and say, we had never thought, we had never heard. Why, that's a ridiculous conspiracy theory to say that. Pentagon planners also envisioned the attack on the Pentagon five months before it happened. The Pentagon had a drill in November of 2000 simulating a hijacked jet being flown to the Pentagon. So between all the drills before 9-11 and the drill in the morning of 9-11, air traffic controllers thought that it was a simulation. Hijacked aircraft headed towards New York. Is this, is this real world or exercise? No, this is not an exercise. Not a hmm. So what do you think? Strange that they would... Uh, when Bush was saying that they would never envision something like that and they'd already done tests. It's like they're suggesting that Bush would have lied about things. Yeah. Doesn't seem like him, does it? Tiss. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Bush, Bush doesn't lie, does he, Tiss? Tiss, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's an interesting video. Um, I, think it, I think it opens a lot of other questions. Like this is why it for me it doesn't really focus too... on the terrorism side of it. Some of it's almost like too blatant though. Like they were testing the conditions such as like if a plane flew into the buildings. Yeah. Isn't that a little bit on the nose if they thought that was gonna happen? Yeah. Uh, perhaps. Yeah. I'm all, I'm just gonna have been like skeptic hat. Yeah. Mm. Um But if that's what they said, then why would you why would you say that in defence? Like, why did they have to be so specific? Why could they not have just said, "Oh, we were," the CIA was carrying out tests that day? Mm. You know, they, I know the next question would have been, "What kind of tests?" Yeah, but I don't know. Would that would they have been so blatant about it? It seems quite blatant. That's what I, that was the first yeah. thing that came to my head. It seems quite blatant to just be like, "Yeah, simulating as if a plane was going to fly into the World Trade Center." Yeah. It's uh, that that seems like. The fact that it's so on the nose almost plays more into it being a coincidence for me. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I think it's there's enough there for it to be questioned. Unless they were just that Billy Big Bollocks about it and just being high. Yeah. Maybe. The World Trade Center was probably the number one target. Yeah. It got it got hit because it was... Such an obvious target. Yeah, it wasn't random. It wasn't just, oh, that one. It was like the mm. one to hit. Yeah, exactly. Do you think that's why that was the first so, target that got hit? Cosmos. I don't know. Or there wasn't a plan for which one they were going to get I understand the significance of the World Trade Center in, in quite as much detail as I should. I don't... I don't. No. I know that it does 
you know, financial stuff, but I don't. Well, we'll come back to some of that. It was one of like the main like hubs of business in the world, if not the biggest business hub Mm. in the world. Mm. Yeah, there were yeah countless insurance firms. Uh, Morgan Stanley was one of the big ones. Uh, Just like investment companies, finances, banks, loads of stuff. Um, How how many floors was it? Uh, what they got hit? I think no. How many floors in the whole town? Oh, um, I I don't know for sure. I should know this. I watched the walk the other day. I don't day know. And he says about it. He goes up onto the roof. It's a lot. Hmm. Um, it was big. Um, but let's let's crack That's on. So ignorant. I might cut that because we look so ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. Unless unless hang on, shall I Google it quickly now Can and then put it in? in the correct answer. So it's going to sound so like you're professional when you say it. I'm going to ask you how many it is. And then you're going to give me the answer dead on. Just edit it. Really. Unless I leave this. Edit it really sloppy. So it's just like, <laughs> how many? One. Oh. <laughs> uh, so there's 110. 110. So I'll, I'll cut it in. So well, I've been informed it's 110. Been informed. He's got informers. Yeah. I've um, got people in the right places, mate. God, can you imagine 110 floors? Um, let's crack on. So another another one with another video. Um which is something that you guys probably heard, is that it, it wasn't the um, the planes that caused the buildings collapse. Yeah, I heard about this. It was, it was bombs. It was uh, like a controlled detonation. Yeah, because of the way it fell. Well, we'll come back oh. to that later. But here's, um, here's something which I think is worth looking at. The ladies that are with me were in the World Trade Center on the... On Audio the quality's not very good. ...and escaped through the lobby where they report they believe there was a bomb in the lobby. And even the turnstile was burnt and it was sticking up, and they just told us to run. And as we were coming out, we passed the lobby. There was no lobby. So I believe the, the bomb hit the lobby first, and a couple of seconds in the first plane hit. They were having coffee in the World Trade Center when the first plane struck. And all of a sudden, it sounded like, I don't know where the subway is, but it sounded like a subway collision, a bomb. And it, it, it was just pounding, boom, boom, boom. And I, I literally thought the subway had exploded and Did you see what happened? What happened? Well, I was in the past train, and there was a huge explosion sound. Everyone came out. Tell us what you saw when you exited the subway station due to a lack of smoke. Eileen. Um, it was very smoky, and then we exited on Church Street out of the past train station. Uh, at the time, I was actually in the subway heading towards the World Trade Center right around Franklin Street, and after the first explosion, the subway station started to fill with smoke. The subway cars started to fill with smoke, and the subways actually stopped. I was entering the building on the lobby level. I was in the revolving door when the plane hit the building. David Dre worked in number one World Trade Center. One of the elevators, I think, came crashing to the lobby level and all this debris came flying out of it. And a fireball emerged from the lo- from the elevator lobby and was coming toward me. <laughs> this bit's important. Okay. Look how the windows are on the floor, on the first floor, are blown out. Right, okay. Right away, a guy from the Port Authority told him the damage is somewhere above the 78th floor. But all you had to do was look around. It was obvious something had happened right there in the lobby. You just, you just saw that all the windows were blown out. The lobby looked like the plane hit the lobby. This happened at about 8.45 this morning while we were on the air. It first broke. It's now at some 
three hours and a few minutes later. Let's go back to that moment when we were on the air and the first crash took place. Watch this. Did you see that? Sounds like a little explosion before the hit. Yeah, let's play it again. So there's the plane, and then there's a little jolt. Yeah, because that's the sound equipment. Well, the, you uh, see the you see the the camera judder. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? How Quite scary. Um, like 14 years later, I still watch it. I'm like, man, that happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't watch many. Like, I don't know much about 9-11 I know there's always a lot of documentaries but I never really watch them so for me seeing footage is still like oh my god um, and I'm sure it is for people who see as meant much of it as whatever but yeah um, yeah I see what you mean there's that little noise mm. Mm. when they said oh in the lobby there's windows smashed out yeah. on the ground floor yeah what, when... they're, what they're saying is that if it was 76 floors up that yeah. it hit yes then it wouldn't have caused the wouldn't it, glass wouldn't it though vibrations running down that building when that plane hits it well I, I don't know but that's that's what they're saying but that's not the that's not the main that's not the main argument um and also okay so if they're planning so they're saying the plan is there's a bomb there's bombs in the building mm. and they're going to and they're going to help the 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 the, the Destruction, mm-hmm. is the word I'm looking for, of the World Trade Center. Mm. Right? Yeah. And they like, okay, okay, the plane's coming now, it's going to hit, let them bombs off. Yeah. yeah. What about if the plane missed and they let them bombs off? How mm. are they going to explain that away? Well, I guess they didn't think of that. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess they'd have tried to wiggle their way out of that one as well. As well. But um, the, what this is where I'm now going to slot in my recommendation of the week. Um, I've I've been watching this um, on it's on YouTube, um, but I'm pretty sure you could get it as a documentary somewhere else. Um, it's called 9/11: Decade of Deception. Right. Um, it's two hours long, so it is long, but I would highly recommend watching it because it goes into the scientific and mathematical detail that that shows how there's it's there's no way that the plane crash and the fire would have caused the steel to melt and for the building to collapse. It just wouldn't happen. Um, how do people know? How many times has a plane hit a building? Well, because of the details that they go into. It's not necessarily the planes. It's the it's the heat from the fire as well. Because that's that's another thing the government said at the time. They said, "Well, it was the fire. It was too hot. It was far too hot, and the steel couldn't it buckled underneath the heat." By the way, I want to point out for anyone listening. I'm not here saying, um, I'm not here like pushing against any conspiracies. I'm just questioning everything. I'm being like the questioner. What if, what if, what if? There you go. Devil's advocate. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we need one of us to be. So yeah, I'm just like questioning everything. What about this? What about that? Uh, I'm not really taking a side. I'm just soaking in the information. No. But, um, But for me, this is where like the crux of my... Like this is what well, this is what what grips me the most. What do you think about that bomb noise in that video? Um, I don't know. I tried. To, you know what I'm like. I, I tried to look for what it could have been. I did notice that camera jolt. It jolts, and then I thought, well, maybe the guy knocks it. It's on the floor. Yeah. Like maybe he kicks it. I looked at his shadow. It doesn't look as if his shadow 
gives it a knock. It doesn't. It doesn't look like that. Um, and if it's the sound equipment, it might have picked it up. It could be ever. It could be something else. Um, but this, for me, watching this um, this documentary on on YouTube, decade of deception, it's really. It gave me just a different angle because every every other documentary I've seen focuses on the terrorism aspect or what President Bush was doing that day and why he was doing the things he was doing. Where this focuses on just the towers and how how they would have, um, you know, what would have caused them to fall. Right. So um, I'm hoping that I've got the right bit here. So you so this have. isn't looking at like who did this and why they did it, and uh, no, this no, is no. looking at structurally, yeah, mathematically. Yeah, scientifically. Yeah, this is this how is the how tower would have, would have been affected by what They take what the what government happened. say. Effect, what this has come from is from uh, it's come from um, some hearings in Toronto. Mm. Where there's a, a group of they selected, and it, the the documentary goes into who they selected to argue the case and why. Um, and there's also some people who have lost relatives who form a part of this. I guess you'd call it like a council of people. Um, and they, um, they're effectively looking into this, and they they're looking at everything the government gave them, and they, they rip it to shreds, really over the two hours. And I can't, we haven't got time to go into all of it, but I would say please, please go watch it because it it's really, really good. So this is your hot recommendation of the week. It's my hot rep. It's it's a bit you have to like stick with it, and it is a very much sort of you have to wait. Like it's all it's all professors of universities explaining it until you have to like stick with it, but it's it is good. So hopefully this is about, and like obviously two hours is the whole thing, but I'm hoping this is about... Right. This WTC7 report has never been peer-reviewed. There has been no forum for critiquing or correcting the final report. This does not constitute science. It is instead an authoritarian declaration by a government agency that demonstrated repeatedly its unwillingness to consider the one hypothesis that could actually account for their observations. This was a 40-story building they've been watching all day. This is like watching the collapse of an active volcano. So this is talking and about World Trade Center 7. Uh, from it is, is not unlike that from a volcano. We are on the phone with uh, New York Fire Department Lieutenant uh, David Restuccio. Can you confirm it was number 7 that just went in? Yes, sir. Uh, and you, were, you guys knew this was coming all day? We had, been ha- we had heard reports that the building was unstable and that eventually would either come down on its own or it would be taken down. Conspiracy theory is a, is a way of trying to discredit um, inquiry. I mean, it's perfectly legitimate to say here is a very, very serious event that occurred. It killed thousands of people right off the bat. It's killing firefighters still today. It's used to justify war. It's killed thousands of American soldiers. It's killed millions of Iraqis and Afghanis. It's literally in the millions. And to consider that investigating the roots of that is somehow not legitimate, or that you have to be somehow psychologically impaired, some sort of conspiratorial thinking, they're trying to psychologize all this to where people can dismiss uh, people who even ask these questions. I think it's being a responsible citizen to ask questions of your government to not just take what they say without any kind of critical thought. There's just so many anomalies, so many things that are absolutely dead wrong that are still being promoted today as a myth uh, 
to the general public. And the general public, in my opinion, is, is buying it. They're probably just like I was before I look into the details. Well, sure, why wouldn't you buy it? But uh, the devil's in the details. That's where you have to look, and, and that's where this whole thing just comes apart at the seams. The heat of the fire would have softened both the floor trusses and the outer columns they were attached to. When the steel became weak, the trusses would have collapsed. And without the trusses to keep them rigidly in place, the columns would have bent outward and then failed. Once the trusses fail, the floors they were holding cascade down with a force too great to be withstood. The result is what's called a progressive collapse as each floor pancakes down onto the one below. Now, what do we notice left standing? <laughs> they forgot to keep going, and there's something left standing. This is a strong core, 47 columns. They weren't just freestanding spaghettis. They were all interlaced and tied together. It was, in, this, in essence, a freestanding structure. This is a collapse in New Zealand from the earthquake, unfortunately. And what do we have here? What do we see? We see pancakes. We see large chunks of floors. This is a six or seven story building that came down. What do we see at ground zero? We had 110 floors. Did we see one complete floor? How about the roof? Did we see the roof? There was no load on top of the roof. We see nothing. We see cut steel, all cut up steel, but no one acre size floors. This is just with a sound off, same speed. And I'm gonna slow it down here. What do we see? We see them racing down one side. We see the corner still standing. Coming down one side only. We don't see entire floors impacting. We see partial floors. See, it looks what like little explosions. Why is that yeah. still standing when the, this is rushed way ahead, dozens of floors ahead? Quite unusual. It doesn't match. It doesn't match what we were told. The one thing that really caught my attention in one of the videos was looking at when the North Tower was coming down, stuff being thrown out to the side, and it seemed like it was getting thrown way out to the side, and there was clearly heavy chunks of material being thrown very great distances. And I literally stopped the video I mean, on the screen, on the television, and took out a ruler and uh, stepped through a little bit of it, and I looked up some distances off the internet for the width of the building and everything. And I estimated the speed of ejection horizontally of some of these uh, chunks of stuff, and I came up with an estimate of around 60 miles an hour. And that seemed so anomalous to me, I figured, no way. How do you throw, there had to be tons of stuff that they're throwing horizontally at such high speeds. And this was high in the building. I even figured out at one point that the roof line, the building as it was coming down, by the time the roof line came down to the place where that stuff was thrown out, it was not going even 60 miles an hour then. So this stuff is being thrown horizontally faster than the building is even coming down. Where you see developing uh, a series of explosions rapidly advancing down the corner of the building much faster than the rest of these explosions, almost as fast as the free-falling objects. Let's look at the South Tower. It's hit 30 stories down. It does begin to tip over a little bit, but then it's completely destroyed, almost disintegrated in this cloud. It doesn't end up in some mass on the ground below. So we have asymmetrical damage from the airplanes and the fires and asymmetrical loading from this portion of the building which is continuing its angular momentum theoretically falling 22 degrees off the building and yet watch what happens below complete 
symmetrical destruction all the way down to the ground, just like the first responders described. Buildings came down essentially in free fall, and this is an important starting point. Uh, this violates two fundamental laws of physics, one being the law of conservation of momentum, and another being the law of conservation of energy. Some large steel column assemblies were shot outward for hundreds of feet. Is this what it looks like when a building is softened or weakened from fire? NIST made the point that in no inst instance did they report that steel in the World Trade Center towers melted due to the fires. The melting point of steel is about 1,500 degrees Celsius. Normal building fires and hydrocarbon fires generate temperatures much lower than that. NIST reported maximum upper layer air temperatures, that's air temperatures, of only about 1,000 degrees Celsius. In other words, diffuse hydrocarbon fires such as these cannot produce temperatures high enough to melt steel. I'll leave it there. There was some other stuff, but I can't seem to find it at the minute. But um, effectively, they're looking at they're looking at the heat of the fire. Mm -hmm. They're looking at how the building how the buildings fell, mm -hmm. um, and they're looking at the information that they were given by the government at the time when they asked those questions. Mm -hmm. And they're just saying it just doesn't add up at all. None of it. The bit that looked weird to me, um, almost looked like an optical illusion, is mm. where they were showing like the top of the tower. Yeah. You can see above the explosion. You can see a little bit above all the smoke still. Yeah. And that's like tilted at a slant. Yeah. But then underneath it's all falling straight. That looked like an optical illusion. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't uh that's the bit that looked weird to me. Mm. As an idiot, as a non mathematician. Yeah. Um what do you think, Tess? Uh again, really crazy what they're saying. Seems kinda obvious that what happened necessarily isn't what the government said happened. Mm. To draw any other conclusions I couldn't say, but it seems like someone's lying. I think the thing the thing that got me was the um when they when they first said that it was like a pancake effect. Yeah. But then you look at you look at the mess at the bottom and it is just rubble everywhere and it looks as if it's it looks like a bomb site. But look at the scale. Yeah, so of it the is World a much Trade bigger Center building and the weight and everything. Mm. Like they might have been buildings might have gone down before that have had the pancake effect and stuff, but nothing of that scale. There's nothing to compare it to. There's nothing to say. Well, it happened this way on that one. Yeah, but this is like you know eight times the size or whatever. So they, maybe that all that extra weight and size and scale. The way you know by the time it's fallen all that way. Within the video, the bit I was looking for, which I can't find, um, it's definitely within that documentary. They look at several other buildings like that, so not as tall as that. Yeah. But they look at the because I think the fire was over like seven floors or something for an hour, mm -hmm. um, and they're saying that there are other buildings that were like fifty, sixty, seventy stories high, so still big buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was one. Um, there was one in Australia, I think. Um, or it's New Zealand, one of the two. He showed um, that video of the one, one of, there's one of the earthquake, but there yeah. was there was another one in the video um, that looks at a fire that lasted 18 hours over 26 floors, and they're yeah. saying 
if if it, if a building was ever going to collapse, if a skyscraper was ever going to collapse under that much strain, mm. it would have happened then. That's the only time that a skyscraper there's been a fire in a skyscraper that has caused it to fall. The only time. This is probably something you're going to already say. Mm-hmm. I doubt I'm the first person to think of this. Like I say, not, yeah. I don't know anything about this. This is probably like a well-known thing. Is there thought that okay, the government are covering some of this up, mm-hmm. but yeah. There was a fail safe within the building that would bring it down in a controlled manner. Um, like there, there was like a, a, the public didn't know about it, but in that building was built with a fail safe in case of something like that. In case something happened, yeah, and then they could bring it down controlled like that. Maybe they say, "Oh yeah, we didn't," because otherwise they got to say, well, "Why did you put all these bombs in this building without telling anyone?" The people were working in there, but really, yeah, they had in case something like this mm. happened, so they could bring it down more controlled. Because some of it is controlled, but actually, because of the height of the buildings, the video shows that. And actually, when you when you watch it back, it's not that controlled. Some of it, some of the wreck, some of the wreckage just falls like it does have quite a it big, goes yeah, for, like, a long way as well. Um, and uh, I wondered if there was any like volatile substances in the building as well. So when it gets down, I don't know, like a gas cylinders and stuff like that. Yeah. So when it crushes that floor, that's going off as well. And that's pinging stuff off. I don't, I don't know what stuff they're keeping in there. I doubt it if it's just like law firms and stuff. Yeah. No, well, that's that's something that for me, it's like really grabbed me. And I, after watching the whole documentary, it just, I don't know what it is, but it doesn't add up. What the government mentioned. I, I definitely agree like we've said a million times, the government don't tell everyone everything. Mm. So there's definitely elements of that day. Yeah. 100% there's definitely elements of that day that the general public don't know about. It's just how much the government are holding back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And why they're holding it back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So what um, what reason is there that the government... So people, so people saying the government were behind everything or they knew it was happening or um some people there's lots of different theories out there but um it mainly it looks as if it you know some people are saying it it added weight to bush's like desire to attack so he planned it and he was behind it yeah that's what some people say that's what some conspiracy theorists are saying is that it was it was planned by the government some people say so no, nothing to do with Iraq or anything. No. He got his mate to fly a plane to buildings so he could say, oh, it was Iraq. Yeah, yeah. Um, other people say that he didn't know about it, but then when he heard about it, he didn't. He used that as a way of... Uh, so that goes back to the Dick Cheney thing, and mm-hmm. that they would, you know, they're saying that... And, oh, you know, right, like he knew it was going to happen. He knew it was going to happen. And he didn't stop it intentionally. He didn't stop it, yeah. Ah, yeah. sneaky bugger. The the other reason the they people are questioning the way the towers fell so much was because of the next theory, which is that the Pentagon, the science with the Pentagon, mm-hmm. um, doesn't add up either. That right. the the science behind the damage done to it and the the way they're saying oh it was a plane doesn't add up. It doesn't make any sense. Um, so sorry, there's a lot of clips so the plane here, but there's another one. Flew straight into the Pentagon. That's what they. That's what they think. Is there footage of the plane flying into the Pentagon? There's one clip that I couldn't find, but I remember seeing where it is. Literally, it's obviously like a CCTV camera, but it's not the right angle, and all you get is just like a like that, like a right. big explosion. 
Um, but this video shows some of the some of the other footage. Um, if it was the government, why were they flying to the Pentagon as well? Wouldn't the Trade Center, World Trade Center, be enough? Wow. If you look at the size of the hole of the Pentagon, it was approximately 65 feet across, and the height of the Pentagon is approximately 73 feet. From wingtip to wingtip, a 757 is 124 feet 10 inches. From nose to tail, a 757 is 155 feet and 3 inches in length. And the height is 44 feet and 6 inches. However, when you look at the hole at the Pentagon, you'll find that it's only approximately 65 feet across. How does a plane of those dimensions fit into a hole only 65 feet across? Upon further inspection, we found that the damage at the Pentagon was completely and totally inconsistent with the damage of the planes that had hit the World Trade Center. I mean, after all, the planes that hit the Trade Center created a fire so intense that it fatigued the steel and collapsed the buildings, or so that's what we were told. And yet, when you look at the left side of the Pentagon, you'll note that there is very little, if any, smoke damage or heat damage at all. On the third floor, it's very plain to see a file cabinet with a computer monitor. Neither of them are damaged. On the second floor, you can see a wooden desk. It hasn't burned. And on the first floor, a very curious sight indeed, a wooden stool with a book that is laying and open. The pages aren't even singed. Now, each of the planes involved in the September 11th attacks had embarked upon transcontinental flights, which means that they had a majority of their fuel left over when they hit their respective targets. That means that approximately 8,600 remaining gallons of fuel would have been ignited on the 757 that had hit the Pentagon. Again, we look at the photograph and ask ourselves, is the smoke and heat damage consistent with that amount of fuel being ignited? Think of that one. Again, it's just conclusive. Well, to me, it's conclusive evidence. It's too, it it's too clear weird. cut, isn't it? That looks weird. You know, the only th way I was thinking that was possible, like... What, well, the wings come off? Yeah, the wing. The yeah, wing yeah. slicing it. That's the only... But then the wing wouldn't be strong enough to cut through that, would it? Straight away, as soon as they showed the stuff on the side, which hasn't been singed, hasn't been touched, it just looks It almost so looked like a, a, a TV set, like a film set. Yeah, like, yeah. It, like everything had been just so placed. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, I know every time we look at something like this, I'm like, well, it could be coincidence. Oh, coincidence. But this is a lot of coincidences to all be happening on the same day. But also, um, coming back to the heat damage and how hot it would have been, like ground zero... Mm -hmm. Like thermal imaging cameras were still picking up like really really intense heat like three weeks after, wow. um after the event like really it was still yeah. really hot that as I remember the Pentagon was fine the yeah. same day in fact yeah it was like the same it was all like yeah almost like a bomb blast where it was just like poof, like that and then done like damage but no hmm. no no heat or anything so. that seems so weird though like like I say if it was a government cover up thing they yeah. they did it. The world trade's enough to prove their point. Mm. It seems weird that they would do the Pentagon as well. Mm. Mm. But then, I don't see what they'd get out of it. But then if it, but then why lie about it? Why say I was a plane? When when they know that at some point some someone's going to sit down like these guys have and work out. Well, no, because the size of the plane and the size of the damage on the Pentagon doesn't matter. The up. thing is, is that we have and nothing happened. That's the power of government. Well, there you go. We're literally watching videos right now that literally show that and nothing can be done. Literally, no. we're powerless to... Yeah, you know. exactly. 
Um, so I would highly recommend. We need to move on because I'm conscious of the time and I've got some st- more stuff I want to do. Oh, okay. I didn't realise it was getting on this late. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, but um, I would highly, highly recommend to like look into this stuff more because there's so much stuff about the damage mm-hmm. and the bombs and like the damage that was done and what the government said about it and like it's it's really really compelling evidence really um but i can't we can't go into it all now so i'm gonna crack on with some more i mentioned a little bit about this about the um the tracker being turned off there's another conspiracy that the black boxes that were found by the search crews were kept secret all right that wouldn't surprise me at all no so that they could look at the evidence and look at what they found yeah um, the, it was the tape was released to families of the victims in 2002, mm-hmm. um, but they believed that they were they were kept so that they could monitor what was on there. Oh, just cut anything that was iffy. Yeah, but then also, if that was me, I'd also perhaps check them. You know, there's only so much the families are going to want to hear. It's all going to be harrowing. Yeah. But is there something on there that you wouldn't really want the families to hear? Mm. Not necessarily government uh, like secrecy, but I don't know. That's what I thought. Moving on, this is an interesting one. I don't know what I think about this one. Is this a nonsense one? Your face looks... Um, It's not a nonsense one, but if there is ever a nonsense one, this is quite... I don't know what I think about this. So um, this is another one that that I found was that um, the Bin Laden tapes that they... that they... that were their existence uh, where he owns up to it are fake. Right. So we're going to look at one now. So this is apparently... People are saying this is fake. This is apparently fake and doesn't look anything like Bin Laden in the other tapes. On December 14th, 2001, the government released a tape, allegedly of Bin Laden confessing to the attacks of September 11th, which they claim to find in a house in Kandahar, Afghanistan. Except there's a number of things wrong with this tape. One, the tape itself is of very poor quality. And two, the man in the video looks and acts nothing like Bin Laden. According to the FBI's website, Osama is left-handed. Yet, in this video, he's writing a note with his right hand. Compare this video to four other pictures of Bin Laden. Does anybody else see a problem here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally different. He didn't shape. look like the same dude at all. Fat. He looks like Bin Laden's fat brother. Yeah. Yeah, but then, you know, Bin Laden, he could have just got someone else before he called the tape for him. You know, there's a, I'm just chucking out other excuses. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all if the government made a fake Bin Laden tape. Yeah, yeah. But it also equally doesn't surprise me at all that Bin Laden would be like, yo, I did it. And also get one of his many, many, like, doubles, lookalikes, whatever, friends to record it saying they're him. Just looking at it from both sides, guys. It's, it's, there's, there's some fishy stuff there, isn't there? Yeah. There's, and, and, like, his face, that doesn't look like Bin Laden. It doesn't look like him, no. It doesn't, doesn't, even without the right handed, left handed, that doesn't look like Bin Laden. Yeah. They were just hoping, like, well, you know, guy with brown skin with a big beard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And um, that's yeah. enough for some people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's that's the Bin Laden one. I thought that was interesting, if anything. Uh, I want to look at one more to do with uh, going back to the finances, because right. you guys mentioned that you didn't really understand why they would target target the uh, trade centers. No, I know why they would. Um, okay, I can't find the... I had an article earlier, but there's um, there's a conspiracy about this guy called Larry Silverstein. Right. Now, Larry Silverstein um, has made his millions in uh, as in in real estate, mm-hmm. and 
the conspiracy is that he would have profited an awful lot from insurance if if the towers were to fall because he owned quite a large amount of them. Okay, so I've managed to find the video about Larry Silverstein. Okay. Another important player in the 9-11 truther movement is property developer Larry Silverstein. He bought the lease on the World Trade Center six months prior to the attacks, and many believe he stood to make a tidy profit if anything were to happen to the buildings. After raving in the press that there was a huge profit potential in the buildings, insiders began to raise doubts about their worth, suggesting they may actually come with huge upgrade costs. Riddled with asbestos and in desperate need of refreshing, figures up to $200 million were being pushed around. In the aftermath of their destruction, Silverstein's insurance payout totaled about $7.1 billion, making him a bit of a suspect to conspiracy theorists. Okay. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah. I mean, there's always... With an event that big that affects so many hundreds, thousands of people, there's going to be a lot of things that add up as coincidence because there's so many so much possibility for coincidence because there's so many people involved yeah and there's always trades and things going on and purchases and there's always stuff going on Mm. so whenever that happened there would have been someone who could have stood to gain whenever something bad happens it's like the housing crisis in the uk and there was like um the recession yeah right yeah um a lot of companies didn't get anything good out of that Obviously, they all lost money as a recession, but some companies made a fucking profit off the recession. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, for me, that's too callous. It would, I think it's a bit too yeah. cold for for that to have. You know, even if even if um, he did gain from it, would he have? Would he have been involved in this huge conspiracy about like, everyone gaining money from it? Mm-hmm. You know, how would they orchestrate that? How successful would it be? Like you, kept, like you said earlier, what would happen if the towers didn't fall down? What would happen if the planes didn't hit the building? Mm. There's lots of what ifs. There's too many. And also, I just I can't believe that someone would be that cold hearted. But then we've they? seen it before. People so are. I don't know, Tis. What do you think of the the yeah, insurance side of it? I don't doubt that people can be that cold, but also, yeah, it does seem. Like it, people would gain out of it regardless. So. Mm. There's always someone to gain from anything. Yeah. So you, you can't go it's hard saying they had a hand in it yeah, just because yeah. they went to gain. It's really hard to prove that mm. because people would gain from it whether they wanted to or not. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that that for me that was just uh just a small idea. Uh, is something that like he's still in real estate. He still works yeah. doing what he does. Yeah. That's that's his job, and you know. If you're in his position and the opportunity landed on your desk to buy the lease for the World Trade Center, wouldn't you do it? Yeah. You definitely would. And could it just be that six? it happened six months before? Yeah. Yeah, probably. So, I don't know. I'm not too sure. I'd yeah, like... I don't know if I'm putting much stock in that one. No, I'm I'm not. So, uh, so we'll, we'll move on. There's just a couple more before we wrap up um, that I, I thought were quite interesting. There's a clip here about the planes hitting... The buildings, and, and we're kind of going back into the damage that that was uh-huh. caused, and the footage of people. Because I don't know if you guys do you remember. Um, there was one interview that um, the 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 new like it came up on a news report about um, this one guy commented on what the plane actually looked like, and he could see he didn't think it was a commercial plane. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. Yeah, Did you guys know that? 
So this video starts with a, qu a quote on the screen, which I'm just going to read out. So it's from a Fox reporter who describes he saw it. He, he was an eyewitness for it. He saw the second impact. And he says this, It definitely didn't look like a commercial plane. I didn't see any windows on the side. Again, it was not a normal flight that I've ever seen at an airport. It had a blue logo on the front, and it did not look like it belonged in the area. And so this is um, just a little bit about the planes hitting. 8.46 a.m. New York City, New York. American Airlines Flight 11 is allegedly flown into the North Tower by Mohammed Atta. This is the widely known video of the attack, shot by Jules Nade. At face value, it may not look like much. However, upon closer inspection... Can you guys see the flash? Is that like... Mm. If you look closely, you'll notice that the shadow of the plane meets the building after the flash occurs. This means that the flash is not the fuselage colliding with the building, but rather a separate event. Not to mention that the flash is twice as wide as the fuselage itself. That's very strange. Within minutes of the attack, news teams from all over the city had their cameras trained on the World Trade Center. Therefore, the second impact was covered by almost every conceivable angle. This footage was shot by CNN. On the underside of the fuselage, an extra piece of equipment is visible. When questioned about this, Boeing representatives refused to discuss it. This is what the underside of a Boeing 767 should look like. The following footage is taken from the documentary, why the towers fell. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bring it back. Mm. So it's before it hits the building. Did you catch that? And you can see it doesn't look like... It's thin, isn't it? It's quite a thin looking... So weird. A missile is fired thin. seconds before impact. Skeptics claim that the flash is the fuselage colliding with the building. If that were the case, it would look like this. The flash is also present in footage taken by Evan Fairbanks, Jennifer Spell, and CNN. Al-Qaeda certainly could have added this equipment at Logan International Airport. And even if they did, the flight crew would have noticed it. So where did this plane come from? Okay. Hmm. So I think effectively, what this dude is saying, and I think he's got a point from looking at the videos, he's saying that there was some kind of equipment attached to the undercarriage of the plane, which could have been missile launchers or yeah. something else that would have caused a separate explosion before impact. That first clip, where he showed the flash, yeah. that definitely looked very strange to me. Mm. The last ones, they did look strange, but part of me could also have been as easily convinced that that was it colliding with the building. Yeah. So, like, in some of them it definitely looked weird, in mm -hmm. some of them it didn't. It just depends on the angle. Uh, yeah, again, I'm, it's so hard, because it, obviously no one knows the truth. It's impossible to know the truth, and it's so easy to see both sides of it. Yeah. Or I'm look, trying to... I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I, don't know. Again, I'm... Like, we've seen... And we've seen footage. I don't know if that's just because of, um, like, a dodgy resolution or... Mm. You know, and, and there's no question that for some reason that is dark. Like, there is a dark spot underneath mm. the plane. Just underneath... Like, in between the wings. There's There was something there that was, you know, doesn't look normal. In that shot. Yeah. So then is it just a shadow in that one shot or is it something? Mm. I don't know. And if it was a bomb or if it was multiple bombs or something like that, there is yeah, he's right. There was no it's way weird that, that they other refused people would to be comment to... on it. Yeah. There's lots of they refused. Because you think to... they would just be like, No, of course. There's, that's what yeah. that's our plane. Yeah. But if they're like, Oh, we don't want to talk about that, but why? Yeah, why, why wouldn't Boeing get involved? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that seems very weird. Mm. Yeah. Have you got anything to add to that, Tiss? No. I'm speechless. The whole the whole episode, really. What about your um, Noah's Ark theory? Oh, that's not mine, but it's a weird one. But to be honest, I can't even 
Uh, I can't even think about that. Like I'm so, even though I saw all this sort of stuff years and years ago, I'm still, I sort of had enough time to forget about it. And now I'm flabbergasted at how it's, it's kind of like the JFK thing for really. Really? You're just like, this is a cover up. This is something else. Yeah. Yeah. The, The Noah's Ark thing. Yeah, yeah. That's nonsense, right? Well, it's got to be. You saw there was something, was it something they like... They did find a ship. They did actually find a ship, though. Underneath the World Trade Center? Yeah, yeah. So they think they blew up the World Trade Center to get to the ship that was underneath it? Uh, that's And it's possibly Noah's Ark? Uh, yeah, possibly. I couldn't find that anywhere. I looked for no. it. I couldn't find it. <laughs> there was actually a ship found underneath Yeah. Ground Zero. Yeah, yeah, I don't doubt that. Yeah, yeah, no. But Not Noah's Ark, but I'm just saying that's what gave... Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean really that's that's kind of everything I had. There was just one um uh one last story that I found that was a bit different to everything else. Okay. Um was that apparently it was believed that there would there was 950 million pound dollars worth of gold underneath the towers. Um it was in the, the ship. The, yeah, on the ship ready to go. Uh, and that it was um all part of a like a like covering up a robbery, basically. Is that true? Like, that's that's what that's what's believed. People believe that there's a nine hundred fifty dollars worth of gold underneath the. I'm just reporting what I found. Like doubloons worth of gold, um, and only two hundred thirty million is said to have been recovered, leading some to believe nine eleven was the cover for a massive robbery. That, so that seems quite far fetched. Yeah, I, I I thought so too. It's fun, which is why I left it at the end because I didn't really want to talk about it for very long. Yeah. Um, but that's the only kind of like silly one. There are a couple of others that I'm not going to talk about because it's yeah. just too insensitive. But I just thought there's a lot of interesting stuff there, I and mean, we could go on and on and on. But I just you know we've run out of time. Like, is there anything you guys felt I should have no covered? I, mean, I, I, say, that... I don't know anything about it, so everything was new to me. Yeah, and all the videos um, that you played and we talked about, they'll all be on the blog. And also recommendations, like you said, that uh, decade of destruction, deceit, deception, um, decade of deception. Yeah, if you Google, there's there's actually two. I haven't watched the second one all the way through yet, but the first one, yeah, it's called um, Decade of Deception. Yeah. And then there's another one, which I will recommend because I, I it's quite interesting. It's more about Bush um, to begin with. Uh, that is called Anatomy of a Great Deception. Okay. And there was one. Um... Lee Bragg, who I talked about earlier in yeah. the episode, one of our listeners, he recommended one called Loose Change. Yes. So I'm going to put that on the blog as well. I think that's to do with this anatomy of a great deception that right, I like okay. to watch. Yeah. Um, and was there one called just Conspiracy? Um, yeah, I started watching uh, Conspiracy on Netflix yeah. and I am i haven't finished watching it. I'm not too sure I think about it. You weren't won over by that one. But I'll put it on there anyway. I'll put yeah, it on the it's worth a watch, but I think it's more. It feels more staged than a documentary. Oh, the other thing um, is that we spoke a little bit about this with Keith and Andy from the Alien Autopsy. Yes, yeah. And we actually spoke about a little bit about the film conspiracy with them. Yeah. And we just talked about their opinions of it because obviously they've been involved in a hoax before. Yeah. So we asked, you know, what about some famous alleged cover-ups? We spoke about a few things of them. Maybe we'll put them in future episodes. And they love conspiracies. Yeah. So we got them to weigh in on a couple of thoughts about 9-11. Hmm. Shall I put that in right now? Can if you want. We're going to go away for five minutes, enjoy this little chat from last week with Keith and Andy about 9-11. The next one we record is going to be about uh, 9-11 conspiracies, because we've had... Oh yeah, it's a big thing, it. yeah. So uh, if you don't mind, would, I, would you mind just like chipping in and, like your opinion on some of the stuff we've looked at and yeah. what you think and... 
Yeah, the insurance fraud. Yeah. They rented insurance job. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's, that's our next episode. Yeah, because they're saying that yeah. the Air Force, right, the Americans are very well trained in what they do. And how did that day they get it all wrong? Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. They sent all the planes went all the wrong way. All the fighter jets. Yeah. Were sent totally, and that, they wouldn't do that for God's sake. No, no. Mm-hmm. particularly in one of the biggest cities in the world. Yeah. They, you know, somebody gets in a jetliner. Whoever thinks that somebody's just going to fly a jet straight into a, a tower, I mean, you don't. And then you can it. see why that collapsed because of the weight of all that that um, fuel on the on the beams. So the beams just buckled because mm-hmm. of the heat of the fire. I mean, it, it takes up eight nine floors. Yeah, with they're that saying plane. the way it fell. Oh, yeah, it was like a control. Yeah, but that looks like it. But that's the way it was designed. Yeah, but that's the way it designed to go down. Because the weight of when they buckled, all the beams buckled. I mean, mm. if you imagine all those fuel from those that aeroplane of coming into that, like imagine if it just come through this window here now, mm. you, and you was so many ice floors up. I, I don't yeah. know. I think I think they just the Americans did a t- total. Like they did at Pearl Harbor. They got it wrong. They got a panic and they just cocked it up. Yeah. Have you watched a documentary on that? The conspiracy documentary on it's on YouTube. Um, is that loose change? I don't know. Is it that one? Uh, there's there's a few of them. But is there's... it just called conspiracy? Because there's yeah, one I started yeah, watching yeah, on Netflix. That's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's called conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. and I kind of um, I was watching it quite late at night, falling asleep, so I haven't finished it. But, um... Good then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it definitely gives those ones as... No, I shouldn't have started watching it. You know, when you start watching something, you're yeah, like, no, yeah, I'm too yeah, tired for this. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, but... you've got to be very careful with that one because the Americans can get very touchy. That's what we're and, worried about. Yeah, and I had the same as I say with the alien one. You know, I mean, there is a death threat on there. You know, I ain't mean? kidding. Yeah, you know? and yeah, they yeah, don't... yeah, yeah. We're surprised people keep asking us to do it, and we're like, you sure? Because we do say yeah, anything. Do it. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, and also you've got to be very careful because there's a lot of UK people. Were, were um, uh, a friend of mine lost his um, sister in there. Oh yeah, that's the a lot of UK we... bankers that were yeah, in there. Yeah. A lot of the time we're very not yeah. silly, but we will like mess around yeah. on the show a lot, and I don't want it to seem like we're being disrespectful. So we co- yeah, we tone that. Yeah, I would talk about down. their the things that you've read. Yeah, and then try to correct or say, yeah. well, what do I you think, think about that? The, this is why I'm happy to not be hosting this one. That's why, I'm <laughs> not hosting. That's why I didn't host it. This this uh, documentary called Conspiracy, like some of it looked very very authentic yeah and then um so they they happened to come across this guy in new york who spent his days he would take like placards into times square and like he'd have a big board and cover it with newspaper clippings of everything that business had done uh, businesses had done and the government had done and stuff on 9-11 and stuff that he that he was like look this is what this is what's happening to you this is what's happening to us as a country um and that was one thing he was saying was you know you know, you're all walking around me, just going about your usual business. You know, going to work. It's all, it's all a joke. It's all, it's all for the greater good of the rich, yeah. So that we can all stay where we are, and so that the gap can always be where it is. Yeah. And um, after I, this is where I'm, I kind of started to lose a bit of interest because he, like, this guy then disappeared as he was being, he was being filmed by these journalists, and he just disappeared for like three days, and nothing, heard nothing from him. Mm. Um, and I don't know whether it was um, these journalists just being a bit, um, yeah, trying like, to build something eccentric, up. yeah, or whether it was because we said if it was us filming it, we'd be a bit like, oh, that's a bit, that's odd, yeah. And we'd mention it, we wouldn't really, but this was like ten minutes of the show was like, oh my god, like where's he gone? And like they were like looking around his apartment, like emptying oh. his drawers, and you're like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that, no, you do that. yeah, you don't so, know. So um, 
Yeah. It looks yeah. sensationalised. You don't know if it's like staged or they're just trying to jump on anything yeah, yeah. to make it more interesting. If some of it didn't look staged, then you could, I could believe this guy. Like, and he's seen, covered yeah. his walls with stuff. No, I think that, yeah, there's loads of... I mean, they are keeping us all down. That's the way it works, isn't it? I mean, you've got people with billions and billions... And the banks, you know, mm-hmm. when we're giving them so much money, they, they were too big to crash. So you firmly think, you'd say um, that it was just that the government, the American government didn't really... Uh, you know, weren't really ready for it, and it wasn't a, it was an attack, and it was a case of they were just not on it on the day. Yeah, the same as Pearl Harbor. They there was warnings, weren't there, in the Second World War that they were going to get mm. bombed, but they didn't quite listen, or they didn't believe that would happen. Mm. And I think the same with nine eleven. I mean, you know, you never wake up one morning expecting no that no. cool. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no. it could have been what was it four aeroplanes that got hijacked. Yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah, I mean, there should have been warning signs when somebody goes for flying lessons and don't yeah. you're not interested in landing, yeah. just mm-hmm. taking off or yeah. controlling and doing flight, you know, straight yeah. and straight and level flying. Mm. But yes, and, and I think if you if you flew one of those airliners into a tower with all that fuel on board, and then you imagine what you're setting a light when you go in there, and I feel that the the beams, how it was made, the weight of the whole, because it, because you had all the all the water tanks on the top as well and everything, the weight of the whole building, yeah, and those beams buckled and when it came down, luckily they buckled inwardly, mm. and that's the way it went down. Okay, it, it does look like it was a controlled detonation, mm. but I don't believe that. I think the one one more that they're really sort of like conspirators is it the Pentagon when that was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Pentagon, yeah. yeah. When it went into that, it was more like a like a Torpedo, wasn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that was a yeah. bit different because he had to. The, the, the guy at the time, you remember, the guy was only flying light airplanes. So all of a sudden, you've got to fly a jetliner into the Pentagon. And also, you've got to fly low because yeah. the Pentagon's not like the, the no, tail was easy high. to it because, you know, yeah. you just drop a little bit and then you go straight into it. Yeah. But that Pentagon, you had to come down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So either you come down straight down in the middle, but you wanted to do is maximum damage. So you wanted to come in sort of low level. Across, yeah. So yeah. that's why that come in. And then the mm. other one, the, the the other airline that hit the ground, they, they did break in, down. didn't they? Yeah. Because the wife spoke that. to the husband on the phone. You can hear yeah. the audio, can't you? If you, yeah. if you look online, mm. they're banging on the door and they... They just get it to go. Is that United 93, is it? I can't remember. That's in. Where did it go down? Pennsylvania? I think. Oh, is that the one where they they attacked? They took one into the ground. Yeah, that was the one that was was going to the White House, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. They they think it was. It's never confirmed where the actual. Yeah, but I think that's where they were flying. But people would speculate it was the White House. That's a conspiracy there. Yeah. I think that's the only conspiracy. I think that was shot down. Oh, right. Okay. To be fair. Because no, they because think the people on board took no, over I and broke into the because cockpit. If you look at the wreckage, when it actually, there wasn't a lot of it, you know no. what I mean, when they actually shut yeah. it. No, he, Andy, he, that plane was doing 400 mile an hour. And yeah, but he, it was, he just, he'd never met his target, though, So yeah, because yeah. it was still away from its target. Yeah, so but, what I'm saying, you know, like I think that was shot down by the Air Force. No, I don't, I don't think... Because they, they knew where it was going to go. No, the they God, knew that they were breaking in. You could see there was a, the audio of him talking to his wife. His wife yeah. was explaining to one of the passengers exactly what was going on. Mm. They, you, know, you can use your mobile up in, in some of the planes in America anyway. Mm. And, they, and, and they went for it. And when that a pilot or the, you know, the hijacker knew that they were going to break in, he, he went for it, and he mm. just put it into a nosedive, and that hit the ground at that speed. How much damage would that one that... Uh, 
that accident they well oh, that, they... that pilot that crashed that plane on the mountain yeah in the mountain oh, yeah. Yeah. there was yeah. nothing left of that aeroplane yeah that's true that yeah. went in 300 mile an hour into the side of a mountain mm. there was bits wasn't there mm. it was and that's what they and he just flew yeah. straight into the ground at that speed yeah so I, I you know I don't think they I think the Americans were totally shocked they didn't mm. know what to do mm. and, and you know the president was visiting a school there was no directive, wasn't there? Mm. You know, and and when you when you're going to make a decision to ground every airliner, mm. you take a brave man for that, don't you? <laughs> you know, imagine if it was in this room, we all of a sudden one of us had to make a decision. Okay, get every aeroplane out of the air. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Well, you know, I recommend <laughs> that you tell <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> British Airways to get their planes down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You're right. I think that that is the one thing that. There always seems to be something in, in your life that happens that you're like, you know, that's something that will get passed on to generations. And it's the one thing that I can imagine one day telling my kids, like, yeah, that, you know, and showing them the footage and being like, well, you know, and it, it, it was shocking. I remember watching it at school. And that, there's always that question, isn't there, particularly for us over here, thinking, well, how much is there going on that is being stopped? You know, and, and it, does, it does, you know, when it gets broadcast, like, oh, well, you know, we've stopped... 40 attacks since uh, since 7 7. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, mm, you never know what to believe, obviously. But um, yeah, it does make you think, well, are we just, is was that what, you know, was that the the event that happened that made every other government think, right, we need to sharpen up everything we do? Every, oh, everyone right, needs yeah. to. But that's what happened well, in security second... everywhere tightened up after 9 yeah. 11. Well, to think, before, before 9 11, you could go to the gate with someone. Yeah. say yeah. goodbye to them yeah, yeah. and like leave them and be like yeah because I, like, I was watching I can't remember what it was I was watching something on on TV the other day and it was like a comedy and I'm yeah. like oh, I, I see stuff like that every now and then I'm like oh that doesn't happen anymore yeah. Yeah, I didn't even realise yeah. yeah I think our government I mean our security in this country has got to be good I mean you got they're jumping on ISIS like they're stopping all these attacks before they're even happening you know like the, the, the two that were arrested yes or in court yesterday when they got put away yeah. for, for life and they ain't done anything mm. yeah, but, mm. you know it's only conspiracy that that's what yeah. they were going to do yeah. yeah but you've got to remember people joining ISIS with the fact is that they you know they've got a dull life or whatever and all of a sudden they go there that you know you can have as many wives as you want I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing and you can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's a machine gun yeah. do you know what I mean and yeah. then if somebody if somebody upsets you just shoot him and then if if he's selling something don't pay him any money for anything just, just bot, take, pick yeah. what you want and then charge him an horrendous tax if he's doing well yeah, you you gotta want to join up, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? If you've got nothing else going on, you know what I mean. All of a sudden, you got your yeah. your gear and you're there, and you know all your body armor. Wow, thanks for that, guys. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So yeah, like I say, there's so much more that I wanted to go into. We could have done another episode on it, to be honest. Um, but I just I wanted to mainly look. And at we the... can. I mean, like yeah. I say, any topic we cover, if you want to hear more to... on it. Let us know, yeah. and we can talk about more. Or if you've got a personal story, if you've if you're invested in this, you know you might have been in some involved, but you might have. What are your opinions of nine eleven? Yeah, contact us. You know, if you you might have close ties to you know tragedy and stuff that happened with nine eleven, and you might have your own opinions on what you think. Let us know. Yeah, maybe we do do a companion show like we did with the psychedelic experience. Yeah, if we get a real popular one and people call in, we can always do one of them again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we can come back to it another time. There's there's other stuff to do with the hijackers. There's things to do. There's more looking at Dick Cheney. There's more looking at United 93. There's more 
looking at the missiles and the Pentagon. Um, I, you know, there's loads more to do with the way the buildings fell down. There's we didn't even touch lot. on the fourth plane. Didn't even look at the fourth plane. Um, didn't look at really at too much into to Bush and stuff. You know, the only thing that really struck me is is that he didn't leave immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think for me, I think I do still think. I don't know. There's so much evidence against. It just seems such a crazy thing to try and do that I can't fully go with it. One thing I'll I'll leave you with. I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure I buy into the whole idea. But one thing that I that I was struck by this afternoon um, when I was watching Anatomy of a Great Deception, the guy talks about the fact that Bush is talking to these children. He's reading the stories to these children at school, and then he hears the story. Um, now, what was said allegedly to Bush is. Um, the second one's been hit, America's under attack. Now, the question that's asked at that time is, why did Bush not then get ushered away into total safety? Because mm-hmm. what happened was he then finished the story. Now, if it was me, if I was the President of the United States and I thought America was under attack, you know, at that time, there were thousands of other planes in the sky around American airspace, and it had been in the news for like a week before that he was going to be at that school. So... As far as he was concerned, he could be under threat. There could be some kind of something coming his way that he wasn't sure of. If it was me, I would finish the story and then say to the children, "Okay, guys, it's been lovely to spend time with you. Um, unfortunately, you know, I'm a busy man. I need to go and and deal with some some you know some issues. So you know, and then go. But he doesn't. He stays at the school for like another hour dealing with this over the phone at the school. And so there's lots of questions to do with that as well. And there's lots of conspiracies involving that too. So maybe we can come back to that another time. The the thing to me is um, a lot of the cover-ups I feel is... I mean, is it a general agreement that the government reacted poorly? I think it to me it sounds exactly like JFK the, when we did the conspiracy a few weeks ago where it's it doesn't there's there doesn't seem to be a cohesive this is what they're covering yeah. up there's not one particular thing where people are agreeing on yeah that's exactly it but people are saying well yeah but they are hiding stuff why are they lying yeah, it's Why like they, they don't lie want to about admit it? that they ballsed up certain with their reactions. Yeah. So they... it's like they're too scared to say, "Yeah, do you know what we did? Balls up, you know, the CIA. We could have intervened. You yeah, know? we could. You can never be prepared for what happened that day. So yeah, we didn't react to the best. Yeah, I made I bad decisions. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. There's it's a lot. Tricky. Of, there's a lot of weird evidence and a lot of weird stories it's surrounding tricky. it. There's a few weird tales and Absolutely. unexplainable events. Really. Uh, so like, like Bob said, if you want to um, weigh in on this discussion, then please do put your comments on Facebook, Twitter or, or email in. Yeah. Um, and uh, who knows, we'll probably come back to this at some point later on with some with some more footage or yeah. something. So. Uh, and if the contact details, if you do want to contact us through email, that's unexplainableuk at mail.com. If you want to go and see all the videos and stuff on the blog, that's weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.blogspot.com. You can find us on Facebook, just search for us, Weird Tales and the Unexplainable, or facebook.com slash weirdtalesandtheunexplainable. And really, really appreciate if you go and uh, rate us or leave a little review on iTunes, because that's about the nicest thing you can do for us. We really um, appreciate it. And, and Tizzy, you got any final thoughts on the subject? Not really. I'm really uh, just, yeah, got no words. The evidence seems insurmountable. Is that the right word? Have I bummed you out? A little bit. <laughs> I always do it's, this I, to you. I forgot how clear cut it was mm. in my mind. 
What that everything's not as it seems. Because I knew, I knew already that I had. You know, when you make a decision about something and you make, and then you just forget about it because mm-hmm, you've yeah. made your decision. I knew that I had made the decision that they were covering something up. There's foul play at work. Yeah, but I forgot all the information, and now it's brought it all back. It's like shit. You know, it really, it really is quite blatant. Mm. It's like um, for, I, yeah. like I, I when I think of stuff like this. I think of when like I used to lie to my parents like over like really silly things and my mum would be like we don't really like we don't really understand why you're lying like why are you lying why are you trying to yeah. and it would always be over something silly and it you know I and it's the same with this kind of stuff you look at it and you think why what is the point why yeah. are you lying it really pisses yeah. me off and that's what bums me out the most it's like can you just tell us the truth yeah the only other thing we wanted to mention, which we didn't really get around to uh, bringing up on the show, uh, was the conspiracy theorist William Cooper. Um, he apparently predicted 9-11 during a broadcast in June 2001. And um, he also said that the, they would blame 9-11 on Osama bin Laden, but told his audience not to believe it. And then after 9-11, about two months after, less than two months after, he was shot and killed by police. Uh, but we haven't had time to go into that in more detail. Definitely worth looking up. And the book he wrote, uh, Behold the Pale Horse, was actually recommended by one of our listeners, um, Oliver, who we mentioned earlier on the show. So maybe check that out if you want to read up some more of his. And um, I'll put um, an interesting video about him on the blog as well. Right, yeah, unless you guys have got anything else to add. No. Uh, okay, well, until next time, conspiracy later. Oh, you haven't got like a funny. Oh, of course I don't. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of anything. So unless you guys have got anything better, I can't. And anything else would just seem a bit crass. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.